Welcome to yet another edition of the Gaming Tadpole. Now, there was one earlier this week, but I was originally going to do this with uh, Mr. Brett Larson of... Uh, where are you from again? You you from a YouTube channel? Yeah, so I started uh, probably about three three or four years ago, started a YouTube channel called uh, The Drop Rate. I'm not so much involved with it as I was before just because of how busy I've been, but uh, but those there's three other guys that are doing it strong, and that's basically their their only form of any kind of job is doing that. That's what they do. So it's been pretty successful. I still hop in on their podcast a few times a month, but, but yeah, I'm not doing any of the audio production anymore or any of the videos and um, – reviews or anything as as much as i used to but yeah so yeah what, what happened did you two break up did did what did we did you break <laughs> did up? we break up no so i actually uh work with a, a nationwide company where i i travel quite often obviously during this time i'm not traveling at all only because you know everyone's on lockdown um so it just got a little bit too much to juggle both of them um so i kind of signed all you haven't been furloughed or no. uh, laid off or anything no okay. no furloughs or Good, anything that, that's very that's very frequent here yeah um yeah i mean I, I i work with a lot of national customers where it's happening all the time but but for us no we're deemed essential i, I do work from home but usually i travel about 40 percent of the year and i haven't uh, got to do that at all this year yet uh, I was in Florida in February, and that was the last time I traveled. And then um, we've been locked down since then. So ever since I started doing this traveling and things like that, that that channel, I kind of signed over all my rights to um, one of the other guys on that and let them kind of take it over, even though I'm welcome back anytime I um, I please. But but yeah, I still I still follow them, and um, they've been friends since we were you know 17 years old. So. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty awesome. Okay, okay. Uh, we can actually at the end of the show we can even plug in, uh, you know, where to find that channel yeah, and also where to find you, whatever you're currently sure. doing. Yeah, awesome. But what what we have on the show, to, and I know over in your setting, you got like a professional, you know, you got a professional uh, setup. You you know, you got sure. your boom mic in, you got your chair in, and everything. It is really cool, and over here it looks like I'm filming an OnlyFans <laughs> account uh, set. So, because I'm I'm in bed, uh, it's the best place to do my, it. Uh, yeah, I I'm totally wearing pants, uh, <laughs> but it well that's another discussion for another day. But today, uh, since we were, I was originally going to do with this this with uh, Brett, and luckily Carl saved the day. Uh, thanks to Carl that the show could continue because I had two actually two guests. Uh, well, I mean, uh, well, one of my my first guests uh, or co-hosts, like he had to uh, go do some things. Uh, I mean, kind of similar to your job. Well, I mean, I don't know if it is similar to your job, but uh, you know, during this time, people are having to people who still have their jobs are having to work more hours, possibly yeah. for less pay. I don't know what's the situation with everybody, and I don't. I'm not saying that's the situation with him, but. Uh, you know the, this this pandemic is driving a lot of people crazy and, uh, for yeah i uh, don't need to run that bus to the ground <laughs> but uh no because i i've done so many interviews about uh independent businesses uh against p- uh, pandemic so i'm just gonna this is one of the things i'm moving on to just uh because i wanted to i wanted to keep the gaming part of my of pond stress alive now i i mostly have done film and you know pop culture talk and we actually have an episode tomorrow uh recording at one we're going to be talking about uh pierce bronson james bond films and nice. star wars clone wars season seven nice so I'm I'm pretty much trying to fill up and make sure I got some more uh, stuff going on because the, the, I mean I've got there's so many things I want to talk about I don't want to restrict myself to just uh, movies and stuff uh, right so uh, absolutely th- it was it was great that I I found a con- or a co-host that will kind of be with me for uh, on weekly unless something happens but yeah thanks to Carl uh, this lives on but and I, I thought of you know what, I'm gonna still do a show with you because uh, that was another original plan now I, I'm not gonna say like hey you what uh, you, you're obviously you got a lot of things going on so I'm sure. not expecting this to happen again next week or whatever but whenever you know we can get together on a Friday yeah no um, absolutely I'm I'm you know at this time, you know, usually on on the weekends, Fridays, weekends, I'm I'm open 
to talking about anything. So especially me, like I'm a, I love movies, a huge movie buff too. So it doesn't even have to be about, you know, gaming and things like that. I mean, I, I do have a gaming knowledge, but also, but it darn well, because we're yeah. talking about video That's games. Right. Gosh darn it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, okay. All right. That, that, that's, that's cool. But we're going to, th- but for now, what we got on the show day. So when I talked to, uh, Carl, we already did our review on Streets of Rage 4. Uh, sure. Both of us played through it, and, uh, you know, I loved it, he did not, so... You, you played through Streets Raid 4, so I'm pretty much going to give you the spotlight to kind of share your thoughts on that game. Uh, and then I... This also... Doing this twice uh, has given me the opportunity to talk about another indie game that was to cover that released on the same uh, week... Uh, so I, I, another thing is I review a lot of indie games, so having a podcast devoted to gaming has given me this option to just to make a discussion about stuff. But Infinite Beyond the Mine uh, from Chucklefish, and who is Chucklefish? We'll get into that, but uh, sure. that's that's the indie game review we got. And then as far as news stories, well, there's there's some controversy going on a little bit on Mortal Kombat DLC. And I'll tell you exactly why that's the case. And then uh, there, there's some more news about Night Dog screwing up. Uh, apparently, they're <laughs> flagging people, small channels. Yep. Which uh, you were, you're part of a channel, so this is this would be interesting yep. getting your thoughts sure. on that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I think that'll pretty much be it. Uh, I mean, yeah. So Sounds like a plan. Why don't we? Yeah, it's it does. So why don't we get into that, uh, starting with Streets Rage 4. So I've given my thoughts on it. I loved it. So I'm not going to say anymore. I'm not going to repeat everything I said about Streets Rage 4. Uh, it's really up to Brett here. Brett, you played through Streets Rage 4 mm-hmm. at least once. So maybe you don't... Maybe there's some things you haven't gone through of it yet, but at least you beat the game. So right. you kind of know the most course of it. But have you... So, do you are you even familiar with Streets of Rage? Yeah, so, you know, back in the 90s when the Streets of Rage were, you know, all, you know, the trilogy was on Sega. Um, I mean, I've, I've played through all of those to death. Uh, so, when this came out, I was I was really excited to see it. I, I had heard about it coming out, but it kind of, you know, slipped my mind. I hadn't really been thinking about it, then bam, it was there. And, you know, also looking at the other games that... What is it? Is it is it Lizard Cake that I believe that is the developer on this um, or the production company? And they made the Wonder Boy games, Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy Three, um, and I was really huge into those games, so I was pretty excited to see that that it was being developed by them. And also the the soundtrack is actually the original, uh, the original. I think it's um, I'm trying to think of his name, but it's 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 the original. Um, scores are all it, it's really awesome so um but my first playthrough took about two hours um and there's like i believe 12 stages in it uh, the the nice thing about it is yeah. you know there was a good variety of enemies there was a good variety of you know of new scenery every single every single level um and then when you look down at the visuals of that game like that, that clean, sharp lines on that. I love that. Like, I love looking at visuals. You got your clean, sharp, sharp lines and you, you know, you go from that low res, you know, 1990s Streets of Rage, which we loved. And now you're getting this hand drawn characters in HD. And it was, it was really, really awesome. Um, and, and the controls were super easy to pick up, you know, pick up and pick up and go. But I feel like they were a little bit different from the original game, but I did enjoy that because once you pick them up, they're easy to start with. But once you get a little bit more experience with them, then you and become more familiar, then you're kind of experimenting more with combos and things like that, which, which I, which I really liked going, um, going from just, you know, your, your main attacks and then your main skill to like putting combos together and stuff. Um, and the cool thing is, Two about that about the skills. So back in the '90s with uh, Streets of Rage, when you'd use your skill, it would you know make you invincible for that short amount of time, but then also take a little bit part of your health bar away, right? Uh, still does it in this game, but the cool thing about this game is they allow you to regain some of that health, 
by landing combos without actually getting any without getting hit so your health actually refills so it actually benefits you from that if you can manage not getting hit during those combos you can use that skill lose some of that health but gain it back with a combo so um yeah it it, it was really really it was really awesome like i i really enjoyed i really enjoyed the game and i'm actually looking forward to playing through it again um looks great sounds great plays well um so i mean i wish it was a little bit longer but you know, you can't really ask much for more than that. It's still kind of, even though it's new, it's still kind of stuck in that 90s era. Um, but, you know, some some of those stages were seen pretty short. But other than that, I had no complaints with it. Um, it has a lot of replay replayability only because all the points you gain, you can get new modes, classic characters, uh, things like that. So um, all in all, I'm looking forward to playing through that again. And I, I really I really enjoyed the game. So, so uh, just on a side note, since you have uh, kids, have you played since the, the game has co-op? And have you played it with them? No, I haven't done it co-op yet. Um, so okay, yeah, it. I think that, um, I think that you know the ages that my kids are at, they they just get bored, but and they'd be like, "What is this?" You know, I just want to go play Fortnite. But, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to actually playing it with. Uh, playing it co-op, um, just just to experience it that way. Um, and I don't know, have you have you played it co-op yet? Does does the does the experience change based off of how many people that are in that game? So yeah, in fact, I played through I played through the whole game with my brother and couch co-op, and uh, that 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 even enhanced the the experience because uh, it was just. Uh, you know, a lot of chaotic things going on screen, and you got two people working together. Now there is a friendly fire option, but we turned that off qu- quickly because that 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 uh, creates some issues with. Uh, t- I mean, friendly fire is always gonna uh, sure. create somewhat of a hassle, especially when it's side scrolling beat 'em up. But uh, outside of that, I mean, it was just so much fun, just kind of cooperating and figuring out how do we beat these bosses uh, together. And uh, after that was done, I just played through it again on hard difficult difficulties. I uh, played online, and then I uh, played a little bit myself. And, you know, we found there were some, like, secret arcades. That's something I forgot to mention in the original review. There were some secret arcades that you could find in some of the levels that got, gave you, got you to bonus challenges. Really? Uh, where, I yeah, didn't run where, into that at uh, all. Uh, I only ran into a couple of them, and uh, I can, I can, on the top of my head, I could say that one of them is in the, uh, in the, in the area where you get introduced to the headbutting uh, uh, girls. Uh, yeah, the, the, ones the biker with, like, headbutting, girls. Yeah, the biker girls. Yep. Uh, the, there is an arcade like in in the back that if you go to it, you go to into like a wrestling. Ma- it it goes back to like it pixelates back to like the original streets of rage and you go into like a boxing match with the oh, cool. i guess an old uh, villain and it's it's a it's a uh, match where if you lose it doesn't like you don't lose the level you don't lose the live or anything it's just like a little bonus round and if you beat it then well you know you get more more of those points that go into as you say unlocks uh right. but if you don't then it just kicks you back into the main mode uh or the main thing oh actually no you you can get an extra life because that's another thing uh if you get eight thousand points you get an option to have another life and that also contributes to that which is very helpful towards the end um now on the harder difficulties is it is it just make the i know you said you were playing it on harder difficulties is are the the enemies in it are they just stronger or are there more of them or or both i definitely feel like i witnessed more enemies on screen but also that you come out you you start off with like less lives too like as in the normal difficulty you have like two lives and i think zero counts as a life and uh hard and hardest it was like one extra life so there there's that too uh but i'll say is there was, it, we've, the, I mean, the more I played it, the kind of the more I got experienced at it. To where, when I was playing on hard difficulty, some of the some of the uh, levels they felt easier. I mean, and I don't mean easier in a bad way, but they felt like 
Wow, I can actually get through this more than I did on normal difficulties. So really? Okay. Yeah, it really it really is kind of a there is kind of a strategy to a lot of things uh, and i mean we picked up that the enemies they kind of time their attacks so they they light up so you can tell when they're about to okay. do something so uh that that was something we figured out throughout the whole thing and then you know uh so it was just fun to now probably the mode i experienced the least out of was the battle mode and i haven't touched is, that mode at all yet i haven't even I, gone into that I've 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 tried one round and it's just basically uh, you know kind of like a kind of like a you know a, a regular fighting game just two characters going at it. But what I will say is those those skins that you unlock they actually are more than just skins. So you can unlock uh, retro skins of uh, Streets of Rage one or two. Oh, nice or three. Uh, and they actually have their own movesets. So in total, you actually have uh, 11 characters in, uh, in the game. But um, I, I, will, I also want to go back to when you said, uh, you know, you wish the game was longer. That was one of the things for Carl, why the game was a big letdown for sure. him. Is like He did not like that you could possibly be in an hour or two. And he felt like, uh, and I'm, I'm not saying this to throw down Carl. I'm not like, man, screw that guy. No, <laughs> they, 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 no, we we had some great back and forth conversations, but I'm wondering, would you feel the same way? So this is an hour too long game that is priced twenty five, and he made that a big deal. Do you do you feel like the game was priced? too too, high. Uh, too well, much no yeah. i mean it's it it wasn't price i don't think it's priced too high um because of the rape replayability of it the different skins you can unlock the different modes that they are i don't think that it is priced too high i i think that it definitely caters to a specific person though right so it, it caters to this the people who have played Streets of Rage before, who loved that. Because when you look back on Streets of Rage in the 90s, that you could get through that game in an hour, two hours, too. So it wasn't it wasn't anything different. There, like I said, the game is good, the game is different, but it's still stuck in that era when it comes to specific things. So it's I think it kind of is meant for a specific person. And for me, that price point wasn't I, I wish it was longer, but that price point wasn't an issue. Um, for someone who, you know, maybe remembers the games fondly, but, you know, aren't really into brawlers, aren't really, you know, it might be a little bit too much of a price point. I think for me, the huge thing that, that drew me to it was a nostalgia. Just like, um, I feel like that's kind of what it kind of panders to is like that nostalgia. You know, I just enjoy it because I just thought it was just a really great beat 'em up. Like it, just, just the 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 combat. It's just uh, it's so much fun to play through and just play with others. It's just a great party game. Like I, the nostalgia part, that uh, nostalgia is not really me. Even oh. though, yeah, I I have I have a big retro video game collection on the the right over here so yeah and i'll occasionally review old games and i have no problem with playing a game that came out way back when but with streets of rage 4 it was the you know just the the curiosity of this franchise coming back after so many years and then the art art direction that drew me into wanting to check out the game and then I just had so much fun with it. Like I didn't, you know, it, it uh, nostalgia for the previous ones. I, I, I mean, I do have memory of playing them in the arcades, but not a lot. Sure. So I, I guess I'm not someone who is hugely attached to it. I think there was a 3D Streets of Rage, or maybe I'm thinking about a different uh, brawler. No, that was Fighting Force. Yeah, the, the yeah Streets of Rage was just the just the the trilogy. That they had in, okay. from the nineties, yeah. That, that I don't think there was anything three D after that. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm thinking about fighting. Yeah, force I, I believe so. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I mean, but uh, so uh, on our ratings, we have uh, recommended, uh, good, uh, enjoyable, or disappointing. Um, I would. It, it's hard, so I would say I'd put it right in between that good and recommended. Um, because I know that a lot of people, especially 
um, the close group of people that I know um, in the industry that I've been in and the gamers like they I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to them. So I kind of like think in that aspect. But um, yeah, I would tell people to play it. And I think that it's I think that it's a good game. Um, but I probably put it in that in that probably closer to that good category. Uh, for me, okay. it's like in in my heart, <laughs> it's recommended. But I feel like um, I feel like I really couldn't go that route. I feel like I'd have to put it in the in the good category. Yeah, I I put it on recommended because again, like there there's not a lot of games out there like this, sure, uh, or at least done to this level. Like uh, I I mean I don't have a lot of issues with it. I I would say yeah. Uh, could there be more levels? Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm I'm not one who's like, man, uh, it it should have been more. Like I'm like, hey, you know what? 12, 12 is great. Uh, especially if you're someone uh, who does not have a lot of uh, free time, this is a great game to get through in in oh, a yeah. short time. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and then there's the thing of, uh, oh yeah, uh, there there was not a lot of online matches like I. On on the Switch version, which is the version I uh, played, mm-hmm. I, I did find some matches, but there was only a couple. So I don't know like how popular this game is or how many people. And I'll have to are tr- playing it. I'll have to try it out because I didn't play it on the Switch. I uh, I played it um, two areas. I played it on the PC and the Xbox One X, and um, and so that. I mean, I didn't, I only played it solo, so that I didn't even try on either of them if there was any online matches. So I'll have to check that out and see okay. if it's the same, if it's the same thing. I'm, I mean, there there were, there was just not like a ton of them. Like, uh, actually, and another thing is there was hardly any battle matches. There were, all of the matches that I found, they were all on, uh, you, you know, all on the campaign, which is fine. I actually, even though I find the battle mode fine, it's, not as incredible as the campaign itself, sure. but uh, it's. I mean, it's still something. You got a friend you want to do battle against, then it's kind of a. It's kind of like a nice little side dish. Yeah, and I and, and but, I didn't even think about that. Like that's a that's a perfect Switch game. Like that's that's the perfect game to have on the Switch. And I didn't. Even, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, my switch has been pretty much dedicated to Animal Crossing. That's the only thing that's been on it. So. No, no, that that is fine. Every but that's that's the number one game mm-hmm. to for all for even non gamers. It's <laughs> yep, pretty much. It's pretty much been keeping people sane. Yep. It's been keeping me sane and all that. So, yep. uh, I yeah. <laughs> anyway. So th- that's great. Now we're on to uh, this other indie game that I was to review that released uh, on the seventh or the eighth, but this week, and that is uh, Infinite Beyond the Mind, and from Chucklefish. No, Chucklefish. You may not hear. You may not have heard the name, but you do know Stardew Valley, which is yeah, that is a game under their Absolutely. belt, along with. Uh, uh, the, the it's not Terraria, but it was like the okay. I'm blanking on the name, but it was like the space version of Terraria. Uh, okay, it's yeah, the name's it. not on me. All right, but anyway, they I'll, I'm sure I'll it'll come back to me. But uh, they've worked on they've worked on quite a few high profile Anita. Oh, you know what? Here's another good uh one. War War. Okay, you know what? I should probably not pronounce it, but. Uh, you can look at their history. They've got a lot of acclaimed titles, uh, and the one of the games I'm looking forward to actually from them is Eastward, and that's like a uh, Earthbound uh, type game really? that they're working on. Yeah, it's kind of like Earthbound, but with some like Legend of Zelda elements to it. It's got a really beautiful uh, 2D animation. I wouldn't not. It's like kind of retro but also kind of not it's got like that steven universe uh uh art to it i'm okay. i'm looking forward to yeah eastward coming out sometime in 2020 that's that's a game i'm looking forward to from them but this is their latest game uh that uh they put out and pretty much my first uh review copy from them uh and infinite beyond the mine 
kind of falls into a similar category of Streets of Rage 4 in that it is a old-fashioned arcade side-scroller. Uh, instead of a beat-em-up, though, I would say you could call it a Contra with swords. Because uh, you are basically going through these stages, uh, and, like, slashing up uh, soldiers and uh, robots. And, uh, I mean, there's a plot, but... I mean, outside of a, a opening still, there, there's not Nothing really much super to go notable. by. No, <laughs> no it, it's very yeah. gameplay driven. So, sure. I mean, yeah, the, the plot's not really anything. But, yeah, you're just going through the levels, slashing up enemies. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, as it progresses, as it progresses, you get through more deadly cre- uh, enemies uh you know starting from just regular armed soldiers to hel- helicopters tanks and then there's guys with flamethrowers and invisible snipers so you're kind of sl- doing that while jumping around the environment it's also a platformer uh so there's gonna be some platforming challenges uh some traps and all that but what's really interesting is that you'll get to some levels where you have basically multiple paths to get to the exit. And really the whole goal of the game is just getting through the exit. Uh, and then every two or three levels, you come across a boss battle. Uh, and the boss battle will, you know, kind of a smaller boss fight uh, two times out of three. And then the third time is when you get through an even deadlier uh, battle uh, or uh, boss encounter that if you defeat them, you actually get a permanent upgrade to your character. Uh, And they become very, very uh, helpful because they are actually combat essential or just essential to getting around the place. And uh, there's quite a few levels uh, in this game too. I mean, it's not it's, it's not a terribly long one, but yeah, I'll I was say... looking it up here, and it says I was just kind of looking because this is the first time I've actually kind of um, heard of this one. But yeah, it says it has sixteen stages in it. So yeah, that's pretty yeah. decent for a side scroller. Yeah, sixteen stages, but it it's sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. But it's like okay, I'm not making. I'm trying to <laughs> pronunciate myself, but no, sixteen missions, and they're actually divided into like two or three levels. Okay. So, uh, yeah, because they'll have uh, it, it kind of like an old school uh game. They'll be like level one one, level one two, sure, uh, that sort of thing, and uh, yeah, there's there's still plenty of levels going on, and it gets pretty challenging. In fact, really hard. By the time you get to level uh, 11, level 11 slash 2, I would say, because uh, that's when you just get all the armored droids, and uh, they would kick my butt so many times. And that's another thing, is it is also so old school, where you also have lives, and if you run out of lives, you have to restart the entire uh, set of levels again. Uh, and now, now if you run out of lives, you don't run, you don't start from the very beginning of the game. Right. Thankfully, not that, but it just basically takes you back after the uh, last boss you defeated. But I will also say that these levels aren't very long either, so it isn't like you're going through. You, you lost huge project progress, and you're going back uh, to all that again. No, but uh, it does have that old school feel. I mean, the soundtrack is very retro. The visuals are very retro. Uh, it's, I mean, it's as it's as old school as it's gonna get, while having at least enough of modern uh, improvements to where you're not completely pulling your hair out. Sure. Uh, it, it's as opposed to something like Contra. So it's not that hard. But I will say that it, it uh, playing the game alone, it it will take quite a beating on you. Uh, and I did not play this in co-op either, so you can play local only uh, co-op. One can play the other main character, and you all could uh, go through the game together. I believe maybe the campaign will be easier because uh, I'll say playing by myself. There are times where I wish I had a buddy with me. Is it one uh, difficulty I, level? 
Was there any other difficulty? You, you know what? That's the thing is, I would have to check back, but last time I uh, played, uh, no, there was only one difficulty level. Okay. Now there could be another. There could be another difficulty after beating the campaign because that's another thing is I got so stuck on it that I'm still stuck on the game. <laughs> like I, I'm actually stuck on like uh, level eleven. Uh, I think level eleven three. Where I was up on an elevator and uh, trying to dodge so many traps. And uh, that's where I say this is more of an impressions than a review. Because I, 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 there are some games that I just not, I'm not great at. And I just can't seem to get through the end. Uh, but, I mean, maybe I will. Maybe after this uh, podcast is up, I'm able to beat that. And I can uh, uh, finish the whole thing. It's just that... Sometimes that's all it takes, though. Sometimes, I mean, there's been times where, you know, playing games like Dark Souls where it's very, you know, very difficult. And you sit there on a boss, you sit there in one area, and you do it over and over and over again. And you say, okay, I'm done for the night. You go to bed, you wake up the next morning, you load it up again, and one try, you're done. It's just sometimes you just need that refresh. You know, you need to look at it a different way. Yeah, so that is a good perspective to uh, Mm -hmm. look at. But that also means that I'll say this is not for those people who aren't looking for a game to be extremely difficult. So that's where I'm going to say this is not for everyone. And it's also to put in mind that there are so many indie side-scroller, retro side-scrollers out there. And there's not a lot of things that sets this one apart from the others. Like... I've been I've been kind of give, given so many review keys to these retro side scrolling, uh, you know, I would beat 'em up shooters or any way way where you're kind of going from left to right, taking out a bunch of gut dudes, mm-hmm. and then you know, uh, I mean, there was a Switch game earlier this year called uh, Brother Brothers United, and that was kind of like this one except where this one had uh swords the other one had guns okay so uh it's 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 not it's not anything groundbreaking this game is it's not but i'll say for those who are looking for that type of experience they do go all out and giving you uh some very interesting enemies uh some very memorable boss battles like as much as this isn't innovating on anything and it's just kind of doing uh something that you see already seen done before so much in uh indie titles uh such as this it still was enjoyable to play and it's a game that i do want to beat i do want to get through the end i mean if i would get a rating at this point i i mean i believe i'm almost to the end uh i would I would say it's a regular good or a low sure. good, uh, and it definitely fits its price of uh, $10. So again, this isn't even a very expensive game. You could no. get it dirt cheap on your PS4, which is where I reviewed this at, but I think it's also on PC, and uh, actually it's also on Switch. So, no, well, actually no, the Switch version is coming later, or, you know what, I'll, uh, I think I'll, it, I'll put that. Yeah, I think it says um, it's, on, it's on Xbox One, uh, PS4 and steam and then it says switch is going to be later. yes yes yep. yes that's that's what i was yep. yeah so uh yeah so i mean that that's kind of what i have to say about it i mean i i could say more but it the game is really that simple it doesn't really go beyond you know it, its premise uh it just you know gives you more things to fight gives you more platforming challenges uh, it, it kind of works around its limitations but yeah if you're looking for oh is there like upgrades or a, like a different story mode i mean i just told you everything so i mean they they do give you different environments again they'll work with their limitations but it's 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 a f- fun game even if there's nothing i'd say outside of the boss fights and i guess by execution there's not a ton of things that stand out or that you'll say man this is one of the most memorable arcade games it's just a you know a fun game 
that you'll get exactly what you'll get you'll receive uh out of just ten dollars so it's uh it pretty much is a nice appetizer for what bigger projects chucklefish has uh like eastwood uh or uh, some of their other indie games they might do expansions to i know they've been like re-releasing stardew valley on different consoles and adding in dlc I don't know if they're still doing that, but yeah, this is a this is a nice transition to say, okay, here's an introduction to us. Now, stay tuned for something even bigger that we've got. Yeah, but, it looks, I mean, it looks nice. I mean, it has that it you know, does that cute pixel art style. Like it's yeah, it looks really nice. Yeah, so that, that's what I have to say about uh, Infinite Beyond the Mind. Now, uh, on to the new... Wow, we're actually... Yeah, in 30 minutes, we got through two games, so... Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. Yeah, that's, this might be a short, but that also leads us to the news, and, yeah. you know, we, you we're, know. We're, not, we're not trying to rush this through no. or anything, uh, so... But it's just that I've or I've talked about quite a bit through, and I, I had no idea if I was going to be able to do a show with you. So uh, <laughs> right. this show, yeah. Uh, so now on to the news, and uh, there there's still some things that have uh, you know kind of surfaced up past uh, Wednesday when I did the recording with Carl. Now when we went to uh, I did the recording with Carl, we talked about supposed release dates of games that said they're coming but we don't know and that's like a new call of duty a new uh, tony hawk slated for 2020 uh and then we talked about you know the controversies with uh uh the last of us and unfortunately there's a little more going on and that happened when naughty dog decided to flag a bunch of small youtube channels uh just covering uh, the the leaks not even talking about the spoilers or anything and not showing anything and uh there's been some proof where there's there's a lady that she was just talking about the controversy and you know what happened anything i don't think she was even talking crud uh and she showed a still image of a trailer for the game that wasn't even a spoiler, and they basically did a DMCA takedown on our channel. And this is kind of uh, scary, and I would assume so for you, because uh, even though you're not a regular on on your yeah. uh, show anymore, I mean you're you're still I mean you still friends with them. I mean, and, and they, I, yeah, I still I still you know I'm still in contact with them. I still do a lot of things with them. I'm just not into the. Um, I just didn't have time. I don't have time to do a lot of the video creation stuff. So, but yeah, it is, it is definitely a scary, uh, it's scary that this, this can happen for, you know, ultimately no reason whatsoever. You know? Yeah. I, I just feel like the situation altogether has naughty dog themselves on. I feel like they feel like they're on thin ice and, or they're backed into a corner because of everything that's going on and they're just lashing out at anything that, that they can. Uh, cause, cause as we both know, in any normal circumstance, a video like that would not get, would not get, you know, pulled down or, you know, channels getting shut down that, that wouldn't happen in any normal circumstance. But I just feel like because of the whole situation, they're just backed into a corner and, um, they're just, they're just lashing out and, you know, there, it, it's, it's really hard to explain because it, it's almost, it's almost inconceivable to understand how they are acting this way. I, I really don't understand it. Yeah, there, there, I mean, there are people out there, uh, including Carl, I try, I'm not trying to pick on Carl. <laughs> Carl's going to come back to the next show like, what the heck, man? Uh, so <laughs> Uh, he was he was defending uh, at least uh, the so there were a couple reports that came out of Naughty Dog and uh, that I mean the the leaks became the latest but there has been a frequent talk about their you know they're, they're abusing employees mm-hmm. on their overworking them and underpaying them and Carl's like well I mean the, the standard 
work week of uh of uh game de- game des- developers they everybody works 60 hours a week so everybody's got crunch you gotta sell your butt down i'm like does every developer does every developer work 60 hours at least 60 hours a week i i that's that is an interesting theory but then i kind of I, I don't I don't know like I uh, and I'm I'll I'll bring this back up to him I'm not I'm not gonna just uh, you know yeah I mean end they it do. here and then yeah I mean I I think I think in the development world uh, hours are long and I, I but I think it really depends on what point in development they're at right so I feel like The Last of Us if if that's kind of what we're talking about at this point um, it's pretty close to being to being done so they actually announced that it just gone gold oh so it did now here's the thing is there was reports that saying that it might uh it was supposed to come out in winter or, or at least they were they were intending for it to come out much later but because of these leaks i feel like that's when they like told everybody okay we gotta get this done now it's gotta come out in in june so whether or not it is actually done well i mean people will find out uh but i mean going back to that i i had actually interesting uh answers regarding around you know how what are the what are the standard hours of uh game development and uh at least for animation arts i uh i i was at a, a few panels with uh people who work at uh local developers here at gearbox at id software uh and uh i think it's machine games there there was no it was it was insomniac uh when they came down here for south by i think but there was there was another developer there but anyway the question was brought up to them hey you know what uh what's the what's the hour work week are we working 60 hours or working 80 hours and they're like no you work 40 to 48 hours a week just like a normal job and then and i i said that to carl and carl's like no that does not exist like he just got mad i'm like <laughs> geez all right and and i the thing that i'm just really impressed about him is when uh he was t- talking about this other he was he was telling uh uh oh he was talking to a de- like a developer he talked to or or he was uh looking for a company uh to get hired or it was something where they were telling him that hey you want if you have a family you uh, we in in, on our job in our business we do a work balance life and he's like you know what i'd work 200 hours uh and i'm like okay i would love to see that i mean i wouldn't love to see that because that that'd be terrifying but hey you want to go for it uh, I mean, from what I'm gathering in reports of all these people, all these developers who did work a hundred hours, I don't think they, I don't think they were they mentally hold it together at all. I mean, there was there was a lot of things about you know the the anxiety break room where uh, developers just sat in a area and cried. Uh, so it's it, it's like when you hear about some of these uh, these crunch stories. Uh, yeah, you could say that there is, I mean, some, a lot of these studios, they do have a deadline on getting this thing out, but where do you draw the line on that? And there is actually a, um, I just look, I was just looking at something. So in 2019, um, at the game developers conference, they did a survey of, um, work hours, um, average work hours for a game developer. Um, and they found that nearly um, half still worked over a 40-hour weeks. Um, on average, 12% worked more than only 12% worked more than 50 hours a week. Um, 75% stated they only had at least one period where they worked more than 40 hours in a single week. So yeah, so I mean, is it, that is that them being truthful? We don't know, um, but but that's what the survey did at the that they got at the game developers conference so but but my my thing with this whole thing okay i mean crunch that uh that i mean that that's that's a gonna be a long debate on its own but the fact that you crunch these employees and then you just don't pay them that's sure right 
that that those were I just lose all my respect. And I grew up loving Naughty Dog, but now I look at Naughty sure. Dog like you you're not the same company that I fell in love with. And now I'm just like okay, I, I'm. I don't want to pre-order The Last of Us 2. I'll wait for, you know, someone who has played to confirm all these, uh, to make, confirm or deny or maybe explain all these, uh, all these, uh, leaks, which I have read the leaks and I'm not going to share the spoilers of it. Yep, I read it too. uh, Yeah, so, yeah, we'll see, uh, but if, if nothing else, hey, you you got, uh, you got Ghost of Tsushima. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, or or did uh, this uh, integration? Uh, it, do you know uh, the 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 co- the co-creator of Halo? Uh, he has a new game coming out. It's actually coming out the same week or around the same month as uh, the Last of Us Two, but it's really from the co-creator of Halo, and it, the gameplay of it is kind of like a it's kind of like a revitalization of uh for you know that in N64 game for, Forsaken uh or yes. uh Descent yep. Yep. yeah so this game is kind of you know uh, bringing back that sort of that uh gameplay because uh, you play as like a pilot and you're uh flying this uh this aircraft that kind of can looks like uh you know what it, it kind of looks like forsaken a bit now even not yeah. not in the same as far as like storytelling and everything because that's where it i mean everything else but i'm it, it i'm really eyeing on it because it looks interesting it's from also from private division and you, you know they they brought us uh they brought us uh the outer worlds and uh which that was great... that was a great game yes absolutely. yeah yeah so i'm looking for this i i mean and it's only 50 dollars too like they it, they're they're really confident in this and it i'm like i'm more interested in this than i am into the last of us 2 and people who look or just geek out over the last of us 2 would be like what why why that why would you do that i'm like well i mean the last of us 1 ended pretty much just saying hey you know what there's no need for a sequel right so i mean it did. I, absolutely did so I could just say that the last of us one ended the way it is and just stick with a disintegration, which I'm really looking forward to that. But I mean, maybe the last of us two could still be good. I don't know, but I, I just, I don't really like what's going on behind the I scenes. Mean, it's still going to be a, I think it's still going to be a decent game. Even with, even, even knowing the leaks, I think it's still going to be a decent game. It's going to look good. Yeah. It's going to be successful. No, no matter what people say, I've seen so many people saying canceling my pre-orders. Not, you know, I'm not going to pick up the game. Um, I, I feel like I it won't be as successful as because uh, negative press on a game has it has actually shown an effect. Now, now negative sure. press on a movie, no. There there have been so many controversial movies that have ended up being super huge successes. Right. But when you talk about a game that is receiving nothing but bad press, then yeah, I, I do see the sales be impacted of it. It will do well. But is it going to prevent you from playing it completely? Uh, kind of. <laughs> okay. I, I'm I'm actually looking more. I again, <laughs> like I'm putting my money into disintegration instead, which sure. is coming out this around the same time. So I, yep. I, I, I mean, I, 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 now it's not like I'm gonna not look back at the Last of Us Two. It's just that I'm not gonna buy it day one full price. Sure. Uh, I probably, I'm gonna I probably, probably wait. Either. Yep. I'm I'm gonna wait to see how this all unfolds, and uh, yeah, so. I, I I don't know, but we'll we'll see. Uh, I I probably just make Carl mad. <laughs> uh, no, he's Carl's great. Uh, so let's get into. Well, uh, I mean, one controversy after another. So sure. we talked about value before. Uh, you know, talking about Streets of Rage Four. You know, being priced right and everything. So there's been. It's not a huge controversy because more people are still excited for this dlc but there are some people who looked at the store page for this uh and i'm talking about mortal kombat's uh, 11's <laughs> new dlc so they they released a new campaign uh that features a lot of the classic mortal kombat characters and you know some other new ones i'm not a i'm not a big mortal kombat guy so uh it, it's uh but the, the probably the most interesting thing to me out of this whole dlc is the that you got robocop 
in there. So yeah. he's part of the story, <laughs> I guess, or he's a DLC character. But that is cool. Uh, they brought RoboCop in so people can play as him. So what? what's the big deal, though? Okay, so here's where we get into it. So now we have to... Okay, what's the price of this? So if you were to get... If you were new, like me, you did not play... Mortal Kombat 11, you're just going to buy it right now with the DLC included. And pretty much, in, I, I think it includes all the other DLCs together, but if you yep. just buy it now, uh, you'll get it for $60, but $60 will include all of those DLC packs, including this new one. So I'm like, okay, yep. that's that's fine. Yeah. So what if you already own Mortal Kombat 11 and you've been buying all these other... Because there's other, all these other character packs too and probably microtransactions. So what if you already monetarily invested into Mortal Kombat 11? Well, the DLC, this new DLC alone, not including all the character packs, this new expansion, which is like a story mode that's probably just going to be like a couple hours long. More more skins, three new characters to play as. Uh, so that's forty dollars. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. the, the interesting thing is Mortal Kombat Eleven that came out last year. So t- this year, this year I think it's Mortal Kombat Eleven is still priced at forty dollars. So this is where we get to a really odd thing about what is what is value here. But uh, you know, people who spend so much money on both more they spend 60 bucks on Mortal Kombat 11 mm-hmm. and then they spend possibly another 60 on all the DLC character packs they they feel kind of upset that okay now I have to spend 40 bucks on this DLC when anybody who's new they could just walk up and get all of the this DLC for you know the price of the full game when it was at launch and there's no uh, season pass or anything that includes this uh, no there there's there's a season oh the season pass doesn't include this Okay, uh, the, okay. Yeah, this new this new campaign is not part of the season pass. The season okay. pass is all the character packs. Okay. So uh, the, this uh, yeah, it gets to a really interesting discussion uh, on what's value. But how how do you feel about? That? Are you like in the Mortal Kombat and all that? Or I'm I'm not so you know Mortal Kombat. I'm not huge into Mortal Kombat. I mean, I dabble, right? You know, I think we all do. We, we all love seeing fatalities and we all like, you know, laughing at them and having a little bit of fun, but it's not really something that I'm into. But I think that this concept of buy all the microtransactions, buying the game, um, spending a lot of money on it, and then in the future someone can come in and pick up all the same stuff for less money is par for the course, though. I think especially during these times, um, when it comes, I understand why people get upset about it, but when it comes to games, I don't know how many, so for me, I, I have been a destiny player since beta and I have played destiny one, played it for 1600 hours, destiny two, I probably have 800 hours in it. And I've probably spent, you know, with all the DLCs and everything, you know, I, I mean, $60 for the game, probably $120, $150. And now someone can go in when they, they release shadow keep everything from there back. Someone could get for $40 or if they wanted the season pass with it was 60. So for me, I spent $150, $120. Someone could come in and spend 60. They get the new ADLC and everything previous. And technically, Dest- Vanilla Destiny 2, the, the basic game, is free-to-play now. So, I spent all that money on it, and now it's free-to-play, and the DLCs up to that is $60, and I've spent 150 So, I think it's... <clears throat> I think it's kind of happens quite often um, with games, more than we think. Um, but I understand why people get mad about it. Uh, I, I I do, but at the same time, Mortal Kombat is it's 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 a year old, right? And that's what happens when a game ages, even even a year later, when something comes out, they always want to try to bring new people in to play a game that has aged, that is a little bit older. So what they're gonna do is they're going to give everybody everything for a lower price. To get those people who may at the time not have said, you know, I'm just going to wait. I'm not going to buy it. Now it's a great price. Now they're going to bring a bunch of people and they're going to make a bunch of money on a game that's a year old. 
that's why they do this. Yeah, it's it's crap for the people that have purchased the game initially when it first came out, but it's par for the course. This is what happens to games. It's all marketing. It's all a way that companies get people to buy into a game that has been out for a while, and that's what happens. And yeah, it sucks, but it's 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 just how it is, and you know, it's how it's going to continue to be. Yeah, that, that's why I'm kind of not uh, the only the only fighting game I've been hugely invested into was uh, Smash Brothers, and mm-hmm. uh, even though they do have they do have their DLC characters, but most of their content that they've updated it's been updated in the game for free. Right, uh, like they've updated quite a few modes and other things inside with all these other especially capcom fighting games where they'll re-release the game as uh super or ultra Ultra. or deluxe edition and uh charge the same amount for it yeah yep Uh, well (laughs) actually not all the time i i think eventually uh it was it was with ultra street fighter 4 i think ultra street fighter 4 was just 30 dollars well, see, so, that's the thing again, though. It's like you're getting the same game for less amount of money, yeah. but how long? How long did you know between Street Fighter Four and then Ultra Street Fighter Four? How long was that gap? Because like I was just you know saying, what it was. It was a few years. That's uh, what I mean. Uh, Street Fighter Four came out 2008, and then Ultra Street Fighter Four. That okay? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's all so, about marketing for those companies. It's all like, it, it makes people mad when the, I paid for it and I could have got it now for $40. But yeah, you know what though? You've been playing it for a year. So that's that's the thing. You've been you got to play it for a year. You've got all the skins. You've got all the characters. These new people coming in, they don't have any of it. They haven't had the experience. They're getting it for less because it's a year old. But you, you know, you can get mad about it, but you've already been playing. You've, you've been playing it for a year. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those things that's, you know it's a touchy issue with some people but i don't see a big problem with it okay so what do you do you think but but the dlc itself do you think well i mean again you probably i i would say we'd probably have to get someone who's just really big into more comment to kind of answer that if whether or not right uh, the, the DLC itself is worth uh, $40 because that's another thing. I'm trying to think of what, uh, you know, campaign expansion costs thir- uh, $40 do- or cost $40. And I'm I actually don't know because uh, I remember can- the, these type of expansions, they were like 15 or 20. Yeah, because these type of expansions, I mean, when you when you really think about it, it's a fighting game. Right. Yeah. How much story is actually in a fighting game other than a few cutscenes? That's it. That's all that's in it is cutscenes. It's not like, like I was saying, I played Destiny before. An expansion or a DLC was $40 because there's 30 hours of content in that. Where, like, you get you get $40, you know, but it all, it all comes down to, the price all comes down to not only what's in it, but it, even if there's a lot of skins and a lot of new characters, that all comes back to the development process of... Are they just skins? Are they new characters? Are there new stages? Because it's going to cost more if it takes more time. But if they're just reskinning things um, and only have a few characters and there's no new stages, maybe a few cutscenes, you know, you got to look at that aspect too of, of you know, how yeah. much new content is in here compared to just because yeah. reskinning things doesn't, doesn't cost anything. And so. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I I don't I mean I I don't even uh, I'm I, honestly I don't even <laughs> I only no. brought this up because it it connects to you know us, us talking about value because I'm like yeah I I would I mean I would definitely heck yes uh, pay have paid uh, full uh, twenty five dollars for Streets of Rage four because that's another thing I should have uh, mentioned that I didn't pay full twenty. Five dollars for Streets of Rage sure. Four. I I had uh, some Nintendo coins, so I actually paid seventeen dollars. But I mean, I I think it's worth its price. But uh, then looking at uh, Mortal Kombat, as far as what I can remember, there was just like it's hey you know, you got three characters. Uh, I think there's like six skins, and then uh, they got the friendship ality that de- or deaths you could do sure. now and so i mean that might that that in itself might take a little bit a little bit of time in development 
yeah, building so, all those. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, hopefully things work out. I don't. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I don't. I don't no, sure. I'm not huge yeah. into Mortal Kombat, so no, I can't really I, yeah, tell you I, what the actual I, I value not. of that would be. I, I know. I know someone who really loves Mortal Kombat. He would have sex with the uh, Scorpion. <laughs> when, it, when Scorpion tells him to get over here, he'd be like, he's, "Yeah, he's there. yeah, yeah." So. Uh, that's actually, there is one breaking news I do want to mention, and that sure. is, uh, the cancellation of, uh, Tokyo Game Show. And, the, I mean, this one we saw coming, it's in September, I believe, or what is September? Yeah, September yes. is what I remember. So, th- this just kind of confirms that this pandemic will last for a while. Uh, I mean, people are saying, hey, it's going to be over by the summer. No, it won't. Just stop. Uh, don't be like these people I hear or who are already impatient, who are already going out with no yep. masks on, which is why I'm staying inside and not going out. Uh, mm-hmm. But so th- that's I, saw, also- I actually saw a meme the other day that had the um, that had the gates of Jurassic Park and said, this is also what happened when something opened before it should have. <laughs> Because like Jurassic Park opened too early and wasn't ready, and people died. <laughs> so, but uh, I and the thing is, I had a kid, actually it was yesterday. I had a kid come by my house, actually uh, throw a ball right over to my uh, family's fence, and just like knock on the door and like approach me at a very close distance, say, "Hey, can you get this ball for me?" I'm like, "Okay, I, I will." But, and the kid was not wearing a mask on, nor were the the rest of the family members. So it's yeah. Uh, but that does bring the question though, because uh, there has been a lot of talk, and it's actually already kind of happened with uh, Inside Xbox. Uh, this is probably the one the first to keep. Uh, kick this off but do you think that with all these events getting canceled are they all just going to transfer themselves into an online event are we going to have an online tokyo game show and how's that 100 uh, yeah yeah we're gonna definitely see 100 obviously you know we saw earlier sony come out with hey here's a logo here's a controller right so we saw that real quick and then and then you know just what was it yesterday xbox had their their reveal of of their two seconds of total gameplay in those videos um you know they had their reveal uh and that was they're going to have once so what e3 is probably what another three four weeks out normally Probably four uh, weeks yeah. out, usually. So E three is about you know the first the first June sixth or whatever the first week in June, and so I feel like in the next few weeks we're going to see a lot of schedules coming out saying you know all these companies that normally would be doing their E three presentations you know Bethesda and Ubisoft and Microsoft and Sony and then you know Nintendo does their Treehouse, we're gonna see all of those just in a digital format. So Nintendo has been doing that the past couple years already, right? So they didn't ever, they didn't have a stage. They didn't stand up there. It was all just a, just a digital format, um, video streaming They're So they've already done it. Everyone else is going to do the same thing. Um, I feel like Sony's going to drop their, you know, going to drop the bomb and say like, here's the, here's the PS five. Here's what it looks like. Here's they've got to by cost. now. They've, you know, they've here's got what, to. They're so behind on this. So they're going to say, here's what it looks like. Here's cost. Here's release date. Microsoft is going to do the same thing. They're going to say, here's cost. Here's release date. Actually, I bet in four weeks, they're going to say, we're going to be able to pre-order those. Um, so, Well, I, I think that will be in July because they did say that they're going to have their big, Microsoft's going to have their big, they, they're going to have their big showcase. Uh, and They even, they've said that in their inside Xbox yesterday. We, oh, did they? We got yeah, a big, I, I yeah, we got a big show in July that we're going to show off. Uh, all of our first party games that they're working on and more xbox series x stuff and i'm sure that the release date and price is probably going to be there well Uh, speaking of value what did you think about that i um i can't think of what it was called um that um that micro like that microsoft was doing with the xbox by you know like if you wanted to buy assassin's creed valhalla now 
a lot of these games are just going to automatically download the current version if you get the Series X. That is awesome. That that means that I don't have to uh, buy a, uh, you know, I don't have to rebuy the same game again if I want to play it on, you know, better hardware. Now, uh, Sony did say that too. I, I don't know if they said, I don't know if they're going to completely confirm this, but they have to because... This is a huge... Microsoft has a huge one-up on Sony right now. And if Sony wants to get back in, and they already screwed up on uh, their backwards compatibility because there was all this rumor of, uh, hey, you you can replay... You can play any PlayStation game on PlayStation 5, and it's going to look better. And then they recently came right. out and said, uh, no, only PS4, PS4 Pro. Uh, so if they're going to be able to, if they're going to be able to kind of, uh, y- you know, find a forget, not a forgiveness, but find a, uh, find a, uh, middle ground of that. They have to, they have to look at Microsoft and say, okay, we got to do this too. Or cause, or else they're just going to look inferior as, and, no, uh, absolutely. So we'll have to see because the, the summer is going to happen soon, and there's already things like Jeff Keighley's got his own game, uh, his own yep. uh, game showcase. Uh, so we'll we'll just have to see what happens. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know how Tokyo Game Show is going to do it, but I do believe they'll have a. Uh, a showcase of some sign but anyway that is all what we have for today uh and then uh, cool. yeah we we got through quite a bit of stuff uh in just an hour but anyway yeah no uh, i appreciate you i appreciate you having me on yeah we should do this again uh Absolutely. whenever uh, i mean uh, i don't know what you're doing next friday uh but uh, yeah i mean I'll, I'll i'll keep you updated and i mean if 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 i'm free then i'm i'm down to do this anytime so okay for sure all right. Well, sure. uh, until next time, uh, let's just yeah. go and close up and say how to reach us. So you can find me at ponspress.wordspress.com, uh, ponspress on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, and this whole thing will be uploaded on soundcloud.com slash ponspress. Also at chasepon64 on Twitter, philok76 at gmail.com, philok76 at gmail.com is my email address. Uh, what about you? Um, I You can find me uh, at Twitch and Mixer. I am streaming a lot of different things um, throughout the week. Um, and, and that's just under in Blessen. So that's E-N-B-L-E-S-S-E-N on both of those. A lot of the times I'm doing like Jackbox, you can pop in and, and play along. Um, and then um, also it's going to be in Blessen on Twitter. Um, and then the the channel that I um, work with and previously worked with, it is Drop Rate. Um, so you can check out Drop Rate on YouTube. Most of the stuff is on YouTube. Um, so they have all their podcasts on youtube um all the video the game reviews um and then you can also every single monday night at seven o'clock um they do their live podcast which is under drop rate on twitch so um you can check that out okay well i uh, had a good time but now it's time yeah. to close up and uh, get uh, hit the hay so uh all until right. next time thanks for listening and I'll, you know, see I, again uh, tomorrow at one doing the uh, variety pond with Michael Cross and Lauren Snyder. We're going to be talking about Pierce Bronson, James Bond legacy, along with Star Wars Clone Wars season seven and Fraggle Rock and uh, its greatest return. So see you until next time. <laughs>